Welcome to Artistic Beginnings. I'm Mitch. And I'm Melody. We're siblings who grew up working in the entertainment industry and were deeply impacted by the arts. I'm a professional actor, singer, and dancer working in Los Angeles and New York, still pursuing an artistic career. I, on the other hand, am no longer pursuing that career. I went on to become a researcher, though I'm still involved in the creative industry. Artistic Beginnings is all about the winding artistic paths that creatives follow in their lives. We share these inspirational stories with you so that you can learn and grow as a creative. So, let's get into it. Hey, Mitch. Hey, Mel. How are you doing? Pretty good. We can ignore the elephant in the room. Which is? <laughs> Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Hi, Thanks Desna. for listening. <laughs> Maybe Andrew. Uh, Hi, Andrew. Definitely Pamela. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl. You're a, oh, you're a one listener oh my God, in Illinois. We can't forget about... And Richard. Our, Richard. Our probably yeah. No, I feel like Richard is like our assumed... Uh, when we say no, hi no. mom, it's it's hi mom and Richard. Yes, I was gonna say is that I feel like Richard is more consistent than mom. Yeah, she hasn't listened to the most recent episodes as of us recording this. I think she was listening to them like as as we're recording. I think she's listening to them. So, all right. Well, I'll expect notes later. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyone else listening that we have not listed, sorry, but you haven't been actively telling us that you're listening. So, tell us. Um, so we and don't maybe know. we'll call call out your name and yeah. oh Richard and Mom will also outs. hear. Let's do shout outs if you let us know what you think about an episode. <laughs> and now we're professional podcasters. Hey, if you listen to the show, we're doing shout outs and you give us a review, we will say your name. That's it. <laughs> we'll just say your name. <laughs> no context in the middle of a sentence, in the middle of a question we have with one Pamela. of our guests. I'm just going to say Dawn. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Today, uh, we're talking about one of the more random topics that we have uh, a list of, but I thought it would be fun. So if this is a big old stinker, you can blame me. <laughs> and only her. Yeah. Mitch had nothing to do with it. Because tomorrow's he... episode <laughs> will, is, will not be a random one. future pastime, Mitchell. <laughs> They I don't no, know, I know when we're recording this. Ooh, spooky. Um, September spooky. 29th. Whoa. <laughs> you gave it away. Uh, podcast uh, magic, everyone. Podcast anyway, magic. our tangent aside, we're talking about actor nightmares, or at least that's what I call them. Um, <laughs> 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 I, I want to know what other people call them. Night terrors? No, I think... I think this Night happens terrors. to normal people as well, just in different scenarios. Like, you know, the... the Melody, the, define normal people. I don't know. Not performers. <laughs> Everyone outside of the arts community who... Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Muggles, as a lot of uh, a lot of my friends like to refer to them as. <laughs> Mooglies. Um, Mooglies. Mowgli's. You know, it's I like love the, that movie. This... Mowgli? Yeah. Not not the movie Mowgli, but oh, know, I was gonna say, I was like you saw that, yeah, the Jungle Book. I almost said the Jungle Story. <laughs> the Jungle Story. The Jungle Story oh by Melody goodness. Hollis. It's a great one. Oh, one more side tangent, boom, boom, and then we'll boom, actually get into the episode. Boom, 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 um, when we were walking boom, boom. last night, Mom and I were having a moment of um, mental instability. <laughs> 
and about I was what? looking up. I well, I was I was looking up at the moon, and I was like, "Oh, look, another full entire moon phase that we have experienced in quarantine from walking outside." And then there is like this really big house by our house, and they have um, Christmas decorations that they keep up throughout the year, but they like flip some of them up. Like they're the icicles, those icicle mm-hmm. lights that drip down, but there's only three of them that you can see dripping down. So I said that my memoir of this time is going to be called The Moon, Three Icicles, My Parents, and Me. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know why I found that so funny. Anyway. That's a lot funnier than the way that mom described it. (laughs) (laughs) Mom told you to? What did she say? God damn it. it, She stole my thunder. No, no, no. The thunder was there. Um, Hers was more of like a little whimper. It didn't make sense. So I'm glad that you (laughs) told me because... I would have not gotten that story. <laughs> she was like, welcome. oh, this great moment happened. And then she tried <laughs> describing it. And then halfway through, she realized she was doing a really bad job. <laughs> <laughs> that, that should be oh. another episode that we do. Oh. How to tell a story and when not to. <laughs> when you don't have all the information, don't tell a story. <laughs> or when you go off on too many tangents like me. Uh, oh <laughs> like this goodness. episode. How yeah. not to podcast. How not to podcast. Welcome our, back with our, Mitch that, and Melody Hollis. Yeah, that's our fourth podcast idea. <laughs> fourth? I feel like there's been more. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's our fourth idea that has like Oh, that has actual legs. legs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not just like random <laughs> it's walking shit around in my nightmares. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of nightmares, <laughs> thanks for that, that transition, Mitch. Thanks. I I'm a king of the segue of the seg- of the personal movement device. Um, yeah, just the I, one, just the one, <laughs> just a singular. Uh, what I was saying is, with quote unquote normal people, it's that stereotypical dream of like you're in front of a large group of people and you're naked, or like you know, it's those like really embarrassing dreams where you're not prepared. But I found theater people and performers have like a very specific version of that. Yeah, I also feel like. The performing arts groups also have far more beliefs about what they mean. Yeah, I've had all versions of it, like the ones where you're in the show and you don't know what show it is, or Mm -hmm. you don't have your makeup on, or you can't find your costume, or even the ones where you're in the audience and they're like, oh my God, we don't have this person in the cast. You're in the show now. Here you go. And you don't know what's happening. It's funny. I actually can't. I, I I have those still, and I'm not performing anymore. Like I've got normal people. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got normal people dreams that reflect a lot of the performing arts people's like stage fright dreams, mm-hmm. and all of the ones that I recall, mom is involved. Really is that freaky? Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, in some way or another, she will make an appearance in my that's scary nightmares. So funny. <laughs> sometimes she's a comfort sometimes scary not. nightmares with mom <laughs> that's wild that's insane i feel like i'm trying to think if i have one more consistently than the others but what i find interesting is that like the majority of the time that i get actor nightmares i'm not currently doing something like i'm not i don't have a show that i'm in or like an audition that i'm preparing for it's just random moments in time like there is maybe one or two that i can pinpoint where like i had a dream i had one of those actor nightmares where i forgot my lines or something and i knew it was 100 percent because i wasn't i didn't feel like a truly a thousand percent comfortable with the script yet so here's my question then Uh, is there like a consistency with you with 
um, whether or not you know it's a dream? And is there a correlation between when you know it's a dream because you are aware of the struggles that you're having, say, memorizing your lines? Or is it, and is it like less likely that you'll know it's a dream if it's an unconscious knowledge? Like you feel confident in the sides, but your subconscious is like, nah, you're not really. Mm, that's a good question. I feel like the only times where I, I've never had a moment ever when I'm dreaming where in the dream, I'm like, oh, this is a dream. Cause then I'll usually immediately wake up. But there are times where I'll wake up and be like, wait, was that a dream or did that actually happen? And the times that I can consistently know that it's been a dream is when I've been in the audience and been pulled up on stage or like if I'm if I'm not in the show mm. and somehow get into the show because that just doesn't really happen. And the thing that I also just realized and find really interesting is that I've never had a film and TV like I've never had a camera version. Like it's always so been you're a, always on, on stage. A stage. Yeah, I've always it's been live. in theater. Yeah. I wonder um, if people do have. If you have uh, stage dreams and they're not on a stage and they're in a oh I, I guess a sound stage. Um, yeah, would like be interesting a filming to know. dream because yeah. I genuinely I mean, can't think of any time that that's happened. I mean, but I Tessa do think I had that one dream where it wasn't on stage. It was oh, that's writing. true. Yeah, that was an interesting one. So go back and listen to to Tessa's dream yeah. at the beginning well, of her episode. That's another thing too is that it's it depends on what facet you're in in the industry, and even if you're not, like you have them still, and mom still has them. Yeah, um, mine have even started to transition to like just general presentations I give. Like right. I. I have these dreams where I'm going into a meeting and I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be a normal meeting. And then somebody comes up to me and says, hey, so your presentation is ready, right? And then I, I get there, I open up the pitch deck and it's a bunch of emojis and I'm like, I don't And it's not pants. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. magically my pants disappear, but slowly, like they were there and then I saw and them then slowly. And they just like disappear. How interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mine usually center around either being put in a show that I don't know or just not knowing my lines or anything and not being prepared. I know that moms usually are, she doesn't have her costumes or her makeup. Like those are what hers tend to be. And she, you know, you get like the five minute call and you're not ready. I've also had somewhere like I'm on stage and it's kind of eerie. It's that like uncanny Valley thing where we're singing a song or something and it seems familiar, but it's also a dream. So, you know, it's not real. And I've tried to like in my when I first wake up state like that kind of dream state still try to remember the lyrics of what we were singing because it's so clear in your dream because you're like, yep. yeah, <laughs> um, I, it's actually kind of funny. One of, one of the ones that popping into my head, too, is is this may be completely random, but it popped in my head. One where mom has a has a very strict role in in the dream. Uh, I get on stage and I realize I'm holding a script and I'm I'm an understudy for somebody oh. and I'm going around holding a script in a very period piece, which I've never been in really an actual period piece, which is unusual. Uh, so I'm going around and I'm holding the script and I look out into the audience and pretty much there's two people, mom and some random guy that I can't see his face. He's <laughs> wearing a hat nice. or something and then mom is shaking Dad her head in hat. disappointment <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah and then i look at the page and then it's blank and i'm like oh yeah I, and and then i wake up in in a cold sweat <laughs> yeah i always like without fail whenever i have an actor nightmare i always wake up in a cold sweat do you really without fail yes interesting it, it makes me so like i 
I don't really have scary nightmares anymore. Like as a kid, I remember I had like some really, you know, like what you would boogeyman under the bed. Yeah, exactly. I have like the the ones that scare me are where they're so realistic that I can't tell if they're real or not, which Mm. are not actor because some actor nightmares are, but like the ones where you're having a text conversation with someone or you like have a really normal day with somebody and you're like, oh, my God, did that actually happen or did I dream it? Yeah. But yeah, actor nightmares always wake up in a cold sweat. That's really fail. interesting. <laughs> Qu- question then: Do you ever have uh, actor nightmares in which you recover and you win the 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 dream, and then it becomes no longer a nightmare? Yes, there have been there have been some where my improv skills are just phenomenal. <laughs> So your BS meter goes way up yeah, and you're like, it, my, it my health, my HP it has increased. It really does. Do you I, get that gamer reference, Melody? I did not. No, I did not. My I, I don't what? think I brought, I, I don't think HP I. HP Yeah, yeah. Your health increased? power? Oh. Is, is that what it health, is? I don't know. I don't know. Health Mom, bar? Mom, let us know. You're the gamer <laughs> of the family. <laughs> There's been a few where I recover either like. I we skipped a scene or something like there have been some where it's really normal circumstances where like someone will go up on a line and mm-hmm. I'll have to cover for them. But there was one that I distinctly remember where it was like I was brought up on stage because somebody was out and they put me in and it was a show that I didn't know and I've never done before in real life. But somehow I got through it and like it was fine. But I also don't think that like anything I don't think I actually was accurate in the show at all. I think I just bullshit my way through. <laughs> hmm. I it's it's kind of interesting because that's how you treat life too, right? Like you're able to like <laughs> I bullshit my way through life. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm like you're you're good at improv. <laughs> yeah, you bullshit your way through. Yeah, that is exactly what my my comment was for. I'm glad you got there. No, I meant like you know you're confident in your ability to improvise. So you're able oh, yeah. to use that skill well, in the dream. I think, Whereas look, if honestly, I was to try and do that, that's when the dream begins. Well, <laughs> oh, no. when, when an improv prompt comes up, I'm like, oh, fuck. You're like, oh, God. Yeah, no, I think that comes with not only like obviously I've taken improv classes and stuff, but I also think that comes with doing live theater is that anything can go wrong at any point. So you need to be prepared to do something. And, mm-hmm. like, that can come in so many different forms. Either it's knowing the script so well that you can recover or, you know, X number of things. Like, there have been moments where people forget a prop or, you know, somebody leaves the show halfway through because they're sick and you have to cover for why they're gone. Or, like, there was one production that I did where the lights, like, somebody tripped over the switchboard light and it unplugged everything and all the lights went out on stage. Mm. And for, like, a half a second... We didn't know what to do, so we just continued until we heard from the darkness the director go, okay, hold. <laughs> okay, hold. <laughs> until the lights came back up. So we held, and the lights came back up, and then I said, great, go back a few lines, restart, and, like, we jumped right back in. But, I mean, I think that's also, like, a very stressful part of theater, too, is that if you – there are plenty of people in theater that are very loose cannons that either, you know – don't wow. memorize their lines. Well, there are oh, people yeah, who don't true. memorize their lines and you get on stage with them and you don't know what's going to happen. There are also people that like just flub up. I mean, I feel like everyone at some point has skipped a paragraph or messed up a line or something. Have you? Uh, probably. I mean, most of... 
the, the only like one really bad fuck up that I can remember it wasn't even my fault, but it just was one of those moments where like everybody on stage. Oh, I have two. Everyone on stage stopped and didn't know what to do. The one that I'm the first one is in Annie when I'm like at the end of act one. I have a nightgown on and slippers and the slippers that I had were like just slightly too big and I had to like run to the desk to write a letter or something and I started running and I tripped over my slipper and completely face planted on the ground and I remember it so clearly because no one knew what to do (laughs) they all just stood there and so I had to like get up and then sing part of a song which was already hard and I was like trying to choke back tears just from the pure embarrassment but that's not really like a line screw up. And the other one is also me falling on stage. <laughs> I'm just clumsy on stage, apparently, was when I was doing baby and it was the scene where I was really pregnant and I f- like slipped down the stairs and the entire audience went <gasps> because, you know, in, it's, it's a pregnant woman. Yeah, but we were covered from that Did they think it was a part one. of the show? I don't know. I genuinely, I don't think so. Uh, it was it was literally just a misstep on my part. I misjudged one of the steps going down the stairs. Thankfully, the guy who's playing opposite of me caught me and was aware enough to like <laughs> help me up. And I like fell backwards, not forwards. So that was good. I've definitely screwed up lyrics in a song before or like switched lyrics around. If I've ever messed up scripts and stuff, I've probably blocked it from my memory out of sheer embarrassment. When I have like actor nightmares it's never a show that i've done it's Mm -hmm, never mm -hmm. anything like i've had them where like i remember one where you were doing christmas schooner and i had a dream that i was in it oh that's interesting (laughs) i had a dream do you remember i could also this could be a fever dream as well (laughs) where there's a section in the show where they're like swinging a tree or it might be a person i had a dream where i was that tree and or person (laughs) do you remember am i making this up i think it's on the ship that i'm pretty like they probably swing a tree to show that there's a storm going on yeah sure maybe i think they were like swinging a tree to throw it onto a ship i i don't know oh yeah well um, yeah they also do tumbling the show's great but they've yeah. got a lot of stuff going on for sure um, okay but you were that person or log yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, am I was the tree. that log i'm a rock but yeah so that's something interesting too is that it's never a show that i've done it may be shows that i know but it's never been something that i've done that's interesting yeah same for me except i don't I for sure don't know the the shows that I'm in because they don't exist. I'm pretty sure it's just really a mishmash of whatever shows oh, totally. I'm most familiar with, but it's yeah. not a dedicated show that I know exists in the world. Yeah. I'm waiting for my Hamilton dream, though, to come through and, and be really <laughs> scared when I realize, not. wait, I don't, I don't know how to rap. <laughs> why why am i here or dance yeah nor can i dance do you find that your actor nightmares or presentation nightmares correlate with like when you're doing a presentation or do you have them randomly more often than not it's going to correlate to what's going on in my real Mm -hmm. life for sure but there are some days when i'm just super anxious or something is going on in my life that is is either a little bit stressful so like Currently, I'm I'm interviewing in between jobs. Having to interview over Zoom, I have had a lot of weird dreams where I am kind of performing to a Zoom audience. Mm. So I guess it's sort of like a, a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, no, it's like, it's like an... <laughs> but I do have a lot... Like, I have 
had a few dreams lately where I am on stage performing mm. in some capacity, which adds another level of fright because I'm afraid to get within two feet of another actor. And I don't know why in right, the dream, but yeah. then I realize, oh, yeah, we're all wearing masks in this dream. And oh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. So like COVID so has COVID, transcended COVID? into your dreams. Yeah. <gasps> that's COVID so has, interesting. Uh, osmosis its way into every part of my life now so so interesting yeah yeah it's definitely a a strange feeling did we have a plan on how we're going to end this episode i don't think we did i mean is there anything else we want to talk about well i mean i think we've we've talked a bit about our dreams i think it would be interesting to to hear what other dreams are maybe another idea for a podcast is to just (laughs) analyze each episode yeah yeah the actor dream uh is just at each episode we would um analyze a different person's uh nightmare if they can really that. dictate it out i think that would be a great great thing to do so maybe we could do yeah. that with uh does mom still get them she still gets them oh, let's yeah, try out that podcast with just mom you and i sure yeah and also great. like any of our other five listeners uh Dad. if you guys have had actor nightmares or those kinds of nightmares please let us know because i personally find them really interesting yeah um, and then we'd love to share it with everyone else in the world so yeah so because i also think that to a degree for some people there is a correlation to you know oh, yeah. if if you're forgotten something in a dream then it's something you're worried about in real life uh you know but. what we should do we should ask on social media if people's uh actors nightmares have changed due to covid and if covid has um that's uh, like a good slipped one. into their dream can you yeah. write that down stenographer yeah. Your hands are still working fully. Mine are not. Oh. <laughs> yeah, got that. Uh, COVID dreams. <laughs> okay, send a picture to me. I want to see what that looks like. <laughs> I actually wrote it pretty well. <laughs> nice. Okay, Considering cool. It looks like COVID dreams because <laughs> I didn't really connect to the A fully. <laughs> well, on that note, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Uh, thank, yeah, we just kind of wanted to do a, a fun, random episode today, so... We'll, yeah, we'll probably do a few more of these just because we're we're still messing around with new formats and and yeah. want to and if see you what have works something that we resonates. you want us to talk about, let us know. Otherwise, Boom. we're just going to keep going down the train of things that we find interesting or entertaining. So, <laughs> <laughs> the trail of tears. Yeah. Oh, uh, Mitch. Melody. Before we end this, what was your favorite piece of art this week? Oh fuck. Um. <laughs> You tricked me. <laughs> don't worry. I don't have an answer, but I okay, just remembered let, that that was something we were going to start No, doing. no, no. Let, let's try Let's try and uh, fly from the seat of our pants. Let me Great. deep thought this really quick. Okay. Deep thought it. Do you want me to go first? Yes. Because I actually do have an answer. Oh, uh, okay. You go. I, I'm going to search through my TikTok. Yeah. So I have <laughs> search through my TikToks. Uh, well, g- taking that, TikTok will always be an answer for me because I love it. It's so funny and entertaining, but the shows that we are watching right now are so good. So there's two of them. They're both on Netflix. Uh, One -hmm. of them is Schitt's Creek because everybody was talking about it and people have always said that I would love it and I just never started it. So we were like, well, they won several, several Emmys and it's their last season now, so let's watch it. And I'm absolutely, you know, when you watch a show 
like you binge watch a show and you kind of this may not happen to you but it totally happens to me where you kind of start taking on the personality and or traits of one of the characters yes i do that all the time that's why i can't watch depressing uh, or uh tv series where they're mean people because i bring that into my life yeah no that's that is very fair no i asked you a question so thank you for answering the person that i've started like emulating is moira rose the mom oh, yes. so i just talk like her all the time just like david i don't understand why you can't get this it's so there's we Thank also just God watched I don't an episode live in the same house as you yeah <laughs> and also mom has we've watched one episode ending at least 14 times because mom thinks it's <laughs> the funniest fucking thing she's ever seen in her life heard that too. it's really good <laughs> Um, and then the other one, which I highly suggest anyone to watch, is Outlander. Oh, my God. It's so good. So it's – I'm going to try to explain it. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to explain it in the best way possible. It is It is very gory, I must say, because it's set in – so it's a time-traveling piece where it's not – like, and it's also a period piece. So it's set in the 1940s in the first season and the 1740s. So obviously in 1740 Scotland, there's going to be a lot of gore, lots of fighting, lots of fun stuff. There is also a lot of sex because it was a Stars original, I think. Mm-hmm. But the acting is incredible. The story is incredible and so fascinating. And the cinematography is the most beautiful thing you will ever see. It's also Scotland, so it's gorgeous. But 10 mm. out of 10 would recommend those two things. Awesome. Well, that's given yeah. me enough time to think of my Netflix binge that I thoroughly enjoy and was something I'd seen earlier in Netflix now has new seasons of it. It's mm-hmm. called Grand Designs with host Kevin McLeod. So... Grand Designs is all about following these people, families typically, that are building their own dream houses and they design them themselves or they have a designer that uh, is an architect, build it and and design it. But it's fascinating because it's like showing all of the challenges and turbulent life that follows people taking on this huge amount of debt. And it's it costs millions of dollars. It's a British show, too. So it's super entertaining because the uh the host throws shade (laughs) all the time and asks these really personal questions in mean ass ways so it's super fun to see how he just like (laughs) yeah he just beats down these people for like why did you design it like that you would have saved so much money so um did it come out the way it it did how much did this end up costing you was it worth it That sounds so entertaining. That sounds like a better version of the like extraordinary homes where it just shows you pretty things. I'd like to see the full process of it and like the downfall. Yeah, the downfall. (laughs) Some of the some of the things don't turn out, and and some of the people are really like interesting people, but some of them are really mean. And Mm -hmm. the host is, I think he's a very good sarcastic host. But what might okay, so th- this is kind of funny. I'm not sure if Devin actually listens to this, but the host <laughs> is basically the sarcasm level of Devin. Oh, okay. Yeah. So dark, dark kind of a sarcastic approach that you don't know if he's actually being sarcastic or not. Right. But he's definitely being sarcastic because it's it's at the detriment of the people spending thousands upon thousands of dollars right. building their homes. And he's just there judging them. It's I it's very that. entertaining. That's highly really recommend. Check it out. Cool. We did it. Nice. Thanks. Well, awesome. half an hour episode, everyone. Sweet. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah. And we'll catch you in the next episode.
All Who right. knows? Bye. It may Bye, be Mel. another weird one. <laughs> Probably Bye, will be. <laughs> Bye, Mom. Bye, Richard. Hey, thanks for listening. For more information about the podcast, visit our website, www.artisticpodcast.com. If you liked the episode, do us a favor and share it with a friend. It's the best way to help people find our podcast and will help support the show. For updates on new episodes and content, you can follow us at The Artistic Pod on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next week. See ya.